So, I guess I'll do, uh... Wow. Welcome back to 206.1 HWGW Dub Dub in the Morning. Have you heard about this? Uh, coming out of London, apparently, sexy space vampires decimated the whole city. It's chaos. I guess I'm alone in this fucking <laughs> recording studio because I'm just looking at a pair of desiccated corpses. All right. We got the uh, Soul Nap by Space Biopods. Yeah, way to yes and me. I'm, s- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't even no but. It was just dead silence. <laughs> Leave me out here to dr- hang out to dry. Watch Great Watch podcast. Uh, your movie loving friends out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, I'm Hunter, Hunter Bush. I'm Allison Nicholas. And our guest today, Tabs. Tabs. Z. <laughs> I picked the movie today. Great choice. Pick- hey, you picked the movie. Got to pick, pick the, the movie. movie. I picked the movie, <laughs> and it was way better than The Smokers. I told you it was bad. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but we just, it was the last episode, and we did the same sort of song, so uh-huh. I, was, I was tying it yeah. together. Yeah. This it's is, a thread this I am weaving. This is better. So the movie I picked was uh, 1985's Toby Hooper directed, it's got a great pedigree, um, Life Force, which is about sexy space vampires. I'd never seen this, but I, uh, after Toby Hooper sadly passed away, um, you know, a lot of people were writing about his films and especially ones that weren't Texas Chainsaw Massacre related that were like underseen Toby Hooper movies and this came up a lot and uh yeah so I, I got a copy of it and it just came in last week and uh, I was working with Tabitha and I was like yeah you want to do this movie and she was all for it so that's he sold me at it's about space vampires yeah it just <laughs> sounds fun and yeah. it's it is you can't say it's no to crazy. a movie about space vampires that's nah, it's a crazy yeah it's, yeah. not, it's not a common thing you hear in genre. But yeah, so for all three of the uh, three of us, this was a first time watch. Yeah, which was cool. Great yeah. watch. And yeah, Spoiler uh, alert. it was fun. <laughs> I think that's our introduction. Yeah, that's yeah. That pretty yeah. much covers all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I said hello, excellent humans. Yes. Okay. You didn't say anything about it being from the old kitchen. Uh, yes, we are recording live. Well, from live when we recorded it. Everything is recorded live. I don't understand why the phrase "recorded live" exists, but I'm saying it because it's a thing. Recorded live. From Yellow Kitchen Studios. If it makes you feel less alone, you can imagine that you're just sitting there listening to us talk as we are talking. Yeah, we're all friends here. That's why. That's yeah. that's the vibe I'm going for on Hate Watch, Great Watches. It's like watching a movie and discussing it afterwards with your friends. Um, if you haven't seen this, I mean, I always recommend you see any movie we watch, even, even stuff that we all unanimously hate, because it's an experience, and this way you know what we're talking about. We're not just pulling stuff out of our butts. Yeah. I especially recommend you see this because it, we're, we're going to say stuff that sounds insane. And it is, but it happened in this movie. Titties. Uh, there's a lot of them. It's not really a lot of Most, titties. Mostly just, just the one over and over, well, one pair over Most, and over again. Yeah, you see a lot of the same uh, movies. Um, They're nice, though. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's, it's good. Good. Yeah. good. Good rack. Yeah. Uh, the horror movie comedy podcast, uh, Werewolf Ambulance. They're out of Pittsburgh. Um, they have a titty bell. What? Oh. They add in after, like, after the fact, they add in a little, like, twinkly, like, ding. Like, um, um, what's it, like, uh, Tinkerbell. Like, that kind of oh. noise. Every time anybody says yeah. titties. 
Yeah, and I feel like we're going to say titties a lot in this episode. Was the ac- actress Matilda May. Matilda May. Was the space girl. Yes. Is how she was built. As she, I, I was going to say, because I just kept, all my notes refer to her as she or her. Yeah. In all caps. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't really give her a name. No, no. no. That's what I, I wasn't sure how she would be billed, but space girl works. Yeah. But I also kept thinking of she, like the um, Misfit song. Yeah. I mean, it's not about this, but like. Or her, like the uh, Powerpuff Girls villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him? Or him. him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I guess it's... It's him. Yeah, it is him. His name is him. Or yeah. its name is him. But Their name is him. Yeah. yeah. Non- non-binary devil, devil character. Yeah, pretty sure they don't really specify. Yeah. yeah. No, I love him as... Uh, I actually love all the designs on that show, Powerpuff Girls, but the villains are great. I, but I love the designs for both uh, him and uh, Mojo Jojo. They're just, like, fantastic designs. Not to sound like an alcoholic, but now I just realized that the last time I was on Hate Watch, Grave Watch, I also turned our movie into a drinking game. It's our days off from work. Yeah. Yeah. Crisp, cool Mondays. Yeah, it is. It's very crisp and very cool. It's like 91 degrees in Philadelphia today. I probably could have done that with the smokers of just drink when it hurts. Yeah. Just drink to forget. That's your drinking game for the smokers. I I would like to extend an apology for anybody who watched that movie because we talked about it. No, no, no. You don't you don't apologize for this shit. You just All go right. like, see, you see what we're talking about? Now yeah. we're united. We're a fucking army now of people that hate the smokers because it's terrible. We are legion. <laughs> we are legion. Uh, but this is not about that. No. This is about life force. Yes. Should so I go I, over the rules that I have? Uh, oh yeah. So. Be- before having seen this, with my, uh, I, I've heard about it on podcasts. I've read articles about it, and I'm sure at some point I looked up a basic description. Um, but so we just so sort of apropos of very little. Yeah, we uh, came up with ten rules for a drinking game. Uh, yes. Okay, so yeah. First rule: anytime there's kissing, because we definitely assumed that there was going to be some erotic vampire scenes in this. Yeah, it's got to be. It's British. Uh, <laughs> there's got to be. It's British. Yeah. <laughs> Allison did some research. I think, wait, wait. I think that's our t-shirt for this uh, episode. It's gotta it's, be. Yeah, it's a sexy space vampire kissing a guy in a, like, you know, military uniform. It just says, this has gotta be. It's British. It's British. Uh, Allison did some research. Obviously. Had to drink uh, yeah, that. I, I did a little research. She did a little research. Uh, erotic, erotic vampire scene. Obviously had to have that down. It's different than a kissing scene. It's erotic vampire, so it's something that's obviously softcore porn, but with a vampire in it. It is, yeah, it is like, well, yeah, because kissing is kissing, and that's how uh, some stuff happens vampire-wise, but then there's, like, straight-up erotic scenes, yeah. where um, she, the space woman, a space girl, is, uh, like, she's just coming on to yeah. our, our, our major... Definitely some no, softcore porn. Colonel? Colonel Tom. Yeah. yeah, I kept wanting to refer to him as Major Tom because David Bowie. Yeah. Colonel, Colonel Tom. Yeah, it was serious. I think that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. I think they did that on purpose. Yeah. It's fine. It's uh, from the book. Allison the came up with poster. the idea of death with non-traditional weapon. We did have one yeah. non-traditional weapon we'll talk about killing it. scene. Yeah. Uh, Dry-ass corpse. Yeah, because yeah. it's vampires, so obviously there's going to be some dry-ass corpse. Yeah, I, I vaguely remembered, like, yeah, Life Force was about you know, there was something about, like, sucking out the life forces, so I was like, oh, yeah, we're gonna see some, like, mummified, yeah. desiccated corpses. Some serious human raisins. Titties. 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 Uh, I said one POC person of color, but there's probably gonna be less than five. We were right on the money with that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, there's one who has dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a one. second one who is, like, prominently visible in a scene 
And then there's a, I'm sure there's a bunch in the um, crowd shots, but like, yeah, no, nobody yeah, in the yeah. crowd shots gets any kind of FaceTime or anything. So. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's it's just dudes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, I mean, there's on, barely I, any ladies. Honestly, in the movie. yeah. In general, like you know, there's like any four color, or five like, ladies in the movie. But yeah, like no women of color at all. Crowd crowd scenes yeah. aside, but yeah, there's yeah. like four women. Uh, Americans. And there's quotations around Americans. Yeah, but, in you case know. we had some Brits doing their best American accents. But there were some pretty. Yeah, yeah legit I, I Americans. think they were legit Americans. One of the major characters is American. Yeah. Which is why I'll Major Tom. Yeah. Major Colonel Tom. Tom. Colonel Colonel Tom. Did we did we check that he actually is? It doesn't matter. Uh, I didn't think it was a fake accent. Yeah. Yell for no reason, or yell out of nowhere is what it really became being. Yeah. And then. Uh, the word humanoid being used. Yeah, that um, came from, I actually, like, I just Googled Life Force Drinking Game to see if such a thing existed, and that was one of the ones that uh, caught my eye. Uh, that was one of the rules, and I was like, well, that seems oddly specific, so we should probably add that to round out the ten. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, so Tom Carlson was played by Steve Railsback, and he is an American, and he was born in Texas. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Allison kept wanting to get some real southern drawl in there. Yeah, well, because, like, usually if it's, like, especially if it's uh, an international film or something like that, nothing screams American to people like a southern accent does. Well, also for, um, I've heard, I don't know this because I'm American, but I've heard <laughs> if you're British and you're trying to cover a British accent and do an American one, doing uh, a southern drawl is a good hide for it. Yeah, um, hides the seams. Yeah, kind of. And it's also why uh, a lot of uh, people tend to go kind of, like, rough and throaty with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, see, Hugh Laurie as House and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although he's gotten better. When he started, he talked like this. <laughs> I'm American. I'm an American doctor. I have magic. Uh, but he's gotten better. In that Avengers Infinity War, his accent's way better. Not gonna lie, it was a good movie. Not Sasha Baron Cohen. He, uh, his accent was terrible in Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, but... He played, I think, the Hulk? I'm not sure. Um... <laughs> oh, though I will say, Allison had a very hard need to see some bush. Yeah, and... Allison was like, you were horny for bush. There's well, no they, bush. They kept covering it, like, artfully, and I'm like, are we just going to dodge the bush the whole time? No, the bush was no. definitely I know, prominent. I know. That they're, makes it sound like you built to this. Like, it was like, well, like scene two, you they, were like, better see some fucking bush. bush. <laughs> well, they, they had her, like, coming down the stairs where the railing's covering it, and then yeah. they had the security guard just move his hat in time, yeah. in place, to hide it when she came around the edge. That shit, like, I mean, like... That yeah. shit is an art form. Like, I know. Being, like, that's... Oh, no, I'm not saying that it was uh, bad, you but seem, I was... You seem really annoyed by it. You were I mad was... at Toby Hooper. I wasn't mad. You were going to go find where he's buried and spit on his grave. Where's the southern I wasn't, accent? I wasn't mad. I was just wondering, like, yeah, how... Where's P. Stewart? <laughs> how... Well, okay, yeah, I was legit... Yeah, those are the was... three things she was, was like... I was legitimately mad about not getting enough Patrick Stewart, okay? Because I saw him in the credits, and I was, like fucking psyched for it and then it's also it like a two hour long movie yeah, yeah. The, oh I should mention the version I have I, I bought the blu-ray from Scream Factory thank you hello I'm a big fan uh, please send me anything you'd like uh, I love you 
this has gotten weird. I'm cutting this out. But uh, yeah, I got the Scream Factory Blu-ray, and it comes with the theatrical cut and the director's cut, and I just picked the director's cut. It was the disc that was on top of oh. those two, so I just grabbed that. So I don't know how uh, much longer or how different this version is, but we did watch the director's cut, which is cool. I'm, I'm always for that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch this with like commentary also, because like, it's just... it's. I had a lot of fun with this movie. I don't want to like front load it with like it's great, it's great, it's great. But like, I really enjoyed myself uh, in pretty much every aspect of this. I dug. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. All right. So let's let me dive in. I mentioned at the top that the pedigree for this is great. So it's from the Canon Group, which I uh, I don't know if we talked about Canon. I'm not sure. Um, the Canon Group made a bunch of. Uh, you know, mid-grade successful uh, films in the 70s, but mostly 80s. Um, Chuck Norris movies. They did Invasion USA, I think, is one of theirs. And I know about the Canon Group because of a couple, like, weirdo stories from their past. The biggest one, former guest and and future guest Brian Bierman, told me uh, they, I guess in the 70s, got the rights, or maybe the early 80s, got the rights to Spider-Man. If I've told this story on the podcast before, I apologize, but I love it. They were going to make a Spider-Man movie. They just were like, fuck it, whatever, we we can make the Spider-Man movie however we want. It's canon group Spider-Man. So instead of being like a college student who gets bitten at, you know, going to see a science expo by a radioactive spider and then has to deal with becoming superhero Spider-Man, he was a, like, security guard slash staff photographer for a government or military, like, science division base who got bitten by a radioactive spider and then became basically a were-spider. So it was Spider-Man, like, Wolfman. (laughs) And it sounds fucking insane, and it never got made, and I'm mad about it every day of my life. Because, dude, how good would that be? (laughs) So I love the Canon Group. Um, There's a a documentary I I can't remember the name of about the Canon Group that was, like, really, really fun and interesting. But, yeah, they made a bunch of, like, you know, kind of just, like, fun, let's throw everything at the wall and see what sticks movies. And, you know, they eventually went under. But, like, anytime I see that Canon Group logo at the front of a movie, I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm settling in. This is going to be fun for me. Um, so that was a huge, like, I didn't know this was Canon Group. I'm super excited for that. Canon Group is Golan Globus. Menachem Golan uh, was responsible for the Apple, previous episode of the Apple. Yep. So that guy's awesome, because the Apple is rad. Of course, I mentioned directed by Toby Hooper. Score by Henry Mancini. Oh, Yes. And the screenplay was written by Dan O'Bannon of Alien fame uh, and, you know, Yodorowsky's Dune, based on a book by... Colin Wilson. Colin Wilson, um, which I, I don't know. 1976 novel, The Space Vampires. The Space Vampires. Um, which apparently is somewhat inspired... Okay, yeah, did a little research... So Colin Wilson was uh, critical of H.P. Lovecraft, and Lovecraft's publisher basically challenged him to, like, you know, oh, you think you can uh, do it better? Austin Derleth? Uh, August Derleth? Yeah, August Derleth. And so basically, well, he's like... kind of, like, he is somewhat known in Lovecraft, yeah. you know, yeah. stuff. Uh, so that's where I was like, that's yeah. a person that, if you're a Lovecraft fan, you probably recognize the name and yeah. know, you know, yeah. Um, and so Wilson wrote... Uh, Three novels that were like sort of Lovecraftian, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that would be the Space Vampires, which this movie is based on, and also the Mind Parasites and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, Harry Potter, that was great. <laughs> That's a bit of a left turn because the first two, what's the Space Vampires and the Mind Parasites, those sound like they're going to be basically the same. And then the third one's about a little British boy. That's although this is also British, so that makes sense. Yeah, J.K. Rowling was a pen name for for Wilson. For Wilson. The Canon Group was also going to make the Philosopher's Stone into a movie uh, with Sir Patrick Stewart as Harry Potter. God. 
you know what? I probably would still watch it. Oh, totally. <laughs> I'd watch it now! Instead of that fucking stupid uh, Fantastic Animals and Where to Capture Them Pokemon thing or whatever. Fantastic Rude, that movie was where great. where find them? Oh, thank you, super fan. Okay, but you're a Harry Potter super fan. Because I am a young being who's not a millennial, but still a young being who grew up being. You, you are a millennial. Nope. Yeah. No, nope, I don't We're claim, millennials. I do not claim that title. For the fine. record, I don't claim that title. Not a millennial. I was born in the 80s. Quality. Not early Young enough being. in the 80s. 1983? How early do I have to be? Oh, 1979. Like, like 81. <laughs> you have to be born in the 80s, but it has to be 1979. Not I'm seriously. old. I'm not a millennial. I was an adult before the term millennial existed. I thought we agreed that you're not old because this movie is not old. You're a classic. I am classic. You're a classic yes. age. Yes, and much like a classic car, I should only come out on days when the weather is very nice, which is why we're inside today watching Life Force. Okay. So, uh, we open on a, a green comet in space. Mm-hmm. And well, it's, yeah, we're told it's Haley's comet. And the British space vessel, uh, the Churchill. Yes, they never was the Churchill because they're British. We were told it's Haley's comet, and yeah. that they're studying it because it's passing by Earth and it's whatever the is it seventy something year. Yeah, seven, 78 years or something like that. Yeah, orbit. Um, it's, um, it's passing Earth again, I, and they're scanning it, and they detect a foreign object in the tail. It's um, like stuck in Halley's Comet's like gravitational well or whatever. I did want to mention that they also did a thing that they don't seem to do very frequently in sci-fi movies, which is explain that the ship has artificial gravity. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually it either does or it doesn't, or like, you know, you're... you're yeah, you're just supposed to yeah. ignore it. Yeah. There was a show, I've mentioned this uh, in my personal life a bunch, there's a show I really liked, like really, really super was into called Defying Gravity. Um, And part of, you know, it took place in space and it had like weird kind of, it's the shit that would become popular like with Lost and like those sort of long overarching mysteries and uh, that kind of thing, which is my bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really liked it. And one of the things they explained on that show was they had, uh, I forget what, like electromagnetic hairspray Mm. so that they would spray their hair and it would make it like, you know, keep a form around their body like normal. Uh-huh. So they didn't have to explain why like everybody's hair wasn't floating around all crazy because they had like beautiful women with like long hair and stuff in space, but it just looked like a regular haircut because they used the whatever, I think it was electromagnetic hairspray to hold it in place. And I was like, that's garbage science, but yeah. I love it because it feels like something right out of like, you know, Bradbury or Heinlein, like those guys would make up something, some some weird creative thing like that. Um, but that show lasted a season and then never came back, and I'm sad. I think it was Canadian. So hi, Canada. Good job, Canada. Uh, I will say that within, like, the first five or ten minutes of this movie, I made a note that it needs to be remade immediately. The exact same way, exact same dialogue. I just want to see the exact same movie. And now that I've seen the entire two-hour film, I still want the exact same movie, exact same dialogue, exact same scenes, but with updated, like, CGI see, and that- special effects. That's what I was. That's what I was going to to do a butt with that because I actually don't love a lot of the computer generated stuff. Nah. A lot of things do it poorly. I I will say I, I do like a lot of Marvel's effects because I feel like they they use a variety of um, companies to do their effects, so it doesn't all look the same all the time. 
they also have more money than God. Exactly. And well, I'm not like saying like just anybody budget. remake it. I mean, a good I, special I, effect. Nah, I think that's if, the if, thing, if, though, is if it's, an, if it's a middling movie, a lot of the CGI stuff ends up looking, like, flat or garbage. I think, for me, um, the choice to use computer-generated effects versus using models and trick photography and stuff and then augmenting that with computers is if the thing you're seeing is a physical thing that you can build a fucking model of, you should build a fucking model of it. I guess I if should... it's something you can't like act like do a good model like you know you can't do like a good model of like the thing yeah uh, like or Fantastic like, um... Four is the thing because he's like moving walking rock so yeah you can CG him but you can make Doctor Doom's armor out of you know like or like uh, what I'm movie did we watch I guess it's specify Annihilation? that when I say yeah, CGI, Annihilation I mean any kind of any kind of you know. Well, that's what this is Special all. Effect this in is general. all practical effects and some blue screen or green screen, um, and that's pretty much it. There's some like weird CG uh, light effects. I really like however it, they yeah. did it, 1985 to be redone the same way, but via 2018. So like, if it was stop animation, just for an yeah, example, better, better, uh, 19. Yeah, I would just want the 2018 stop animation version. If, I mean, if we were gonna change things about it, there's things I would change because I would make it. Much uh, more aggressively sexual, because <laughs> yeah. that would be great. It could use, um, an, it could use some more um, vampire erotic scenes for sure. All right. well, I also, I also felt like the boy vampires were a little useless. Yeah. Because the well, they probably they, they probably do more in the books. Okay. For the book, they don't but, have that um, much titty. But in yeah. this, they, there's not much going on. But also, like, if I remade this movie, and I would, there would be like, yeah, yeah, we got titties, we got bush, some fucking cock shots. Like, there was no cock shots. No, there was not no. not a penis to be seen. Which is like, come on. Mary All right, it sounds like we're just like horny. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. This whole movie is about people being horny. But yeah, horny. that's what we. But they don't know that. They we haven't explained. Okay. So. In fact, I forget who said this, but one of the reviewers was uh, that like panned this movie when it came out was saying that it was like softcore and, and also not. nonsensical. <laughs> well, it's not really either of those things. It makes sense. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't really track, but as with anything that like is this enjoyable for me, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't take me out. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so, okay. Their ship is kind of like a giant penis anyway. Well, it's modeled very much after, like, modern spaceships and stuff. Oh, you mean you're talking about the alien ship? Yeah, sorry. The the foreign object in the tail (laughs) of Halley's Comet. So, actually, what's funny is that, to me, with, like, that umbrella, uh, thing, it kind of almost looks more like a neuron. Yeah? Yeah, it definitely does look like that. Alright, well, so we should talk about it. Okay. Um, so they, they detect this, uh... They meet the ship. And oh, it opens yes. up like a coffin door. Uh, I think cool. that's the bottom of the. Yeah, of their of, of the, the Churchill. The Churchill, I think yeah. is like they, they, The bottom of the Churchill opens yes. up like a coffin door. Yeah, yep. I think it's oh, the right, bottom right, of the Churchill. Oh right, right, because that is how they got out. Yeah, which well, makes no yeah, sense. It's a cool like coffin shape. I guess it's like the loading pod or something below the ship, and they come out the the four astronauts, and they like it's basically the first four fifteen shows. to thirty minutes of Alien, but condensed into about five minutes. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, they. They go aboard this craft um, that seems, like, badly, like, beaten up and dead. They say it's, like, you know, damaged looking. And they get inside and it's, like, biomechanical inside. It yeah. looks, you know, it looks mechanical. It looks, you know, yeah. light Geiger. Light, light, uh, HR Geiger light or Geiger light. Yeah, the entrance, we were kind of joking around. It kind of looks like a vagina dentata. Yeah. Uh, yeah, from thing. the, so from the outside, it's a very long ship. It's got, like, some kind of claw looking or or like tree roots looking thing at one end and kind of a bulb head at the other it's uh, a penis but then it's then very <laughs> penile but then it opens out to yeah the, the bulb head thing, opens yeah. up at one point um kind of like this 
bat wing sort of thing that goes all the way around. So they say it looks like an umbrella, and it, it does. Yeah. And so, when it so, does that, that's why I think it's like a neuron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, um... In yeah, the so base they, of when this they, ship is where they all find the, uh... The creatures, yeah. 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 The dehydrated so, creatures. Well, when they get on board, yeah, it looks, uh... It's yeah, this it's long like, meat throat, uh, <laughs> that yeah, they travel down. Yeah, spiky bits spiky around the bits, outside yeah. for no reason. You know, to to well, echo I, vagina dentata, that's yeah. exactly the reason. Um, then they get into, like, a main chamber, and there are these, like, dried-up bat creatures. They're like, we think we found the ship's inhabitants. They look like bats. And I'm like, bad sign. Yeah. He touches one like an idiot oh, American yeah. Yeah. and our snaps main, the finger off. Who turns out to be our main character, yeah. uh, Colonel Tom. Uh-huh. He's just like, huh, it looks dry and desiccated. And then just breaks a fucking finger off. Well, thanks, Doc. Fucking Cavalier American. Yeah. Good then job, they, Tom. They I was calling him Frank him. for a while because I didn't know his name, but it's Tom. They, uh, they bag and tag him, and yep. then the people on the ship are like, yo, it's moving on the outside. Yeah, it's opening up. the umbrella opens. And from the inside, what basically looks like an anus yeah. opens up. Oh, yeah, there's up. a lot of, like, <laughs> anal doors. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very softcore it's just, sexual. Yeah, it's like this uh, sexual imagery. Again, and they it g- seemed very much like the, the alien, like the movie Alien. Yeah. You know, where everything's got, like, very natural forms while also sometimes being, like, machinery or yeah. I think, yeah, yeah I think anus. this is more, like, overtly sexual than a lot of the stuff in Alien. A lot of the, like, design stuff in Alien. I think, like, the, the ship that they find the alien eggs on and stuff looks skeletal as well as being mechanical. Yeah. Like, it has this sort of, yeah. Well, I think Alien also did a lot more, like, predatory imagery than this does. This yeah, is going this much is... more for, like, undulating sexual stuff with anything, like, yeah. spiky being understated. Yeah, yeah, It's not a- as aggressive or, in- or foreboding as the Alien design work and stuff is. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go into another, like, antechamber, and there's, like, a stack of these, like, crystal coffins. In the middle. And of... the top, yeah, the top three yeah. are a uh, beautiful lady and two... Guys that <laughs> yeah. are forgettable, apparently. Clearly. They're like, they might as well have just been named After and Thought because, yeah. like, nobody fucking remembers them throughout most of this movie. Also, Tom and is... Ran. Also, and Ran. Uh, yeah. Tom is drawn into this light up anus, which everyone else then follows into where they find the beautiful lady and her two yeah, sisters. Yeah, the, these crystal coffins. Yeah. Well, it looks like, uh... Which is rad, by the way. Yeah. Crystal coffins, yeah, yeah. by the way, is my new band name. Yeah, the design is great, and then also, even the way that they're uh, arranged looks very natural. Yeah. And, like, um... It looks like, yeah. like they're in the middle of a coliseum. Yeah. Well, it's like, almost like when you see, like, quartz or other gem formations yeah. that are very yeah. prism-y. Yeah, it's not, uh... Yeah. It's not... It's it doesn't not, look artificially arranged. It looks right. you know, like a natural formation that they just happen to be hanging out inside. Yeah. But they look Which, human. But yeah, so uh, the top three of these, these it's a woman and two men and they are human looking. And then like nobody's really commenting on the fact that the lower like tiers of this thing have the alien bat life forms or other life forms in them. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that's a sign, guys. Or that there but, are women also, human women with them. Because there are other female like oh, yeah, crew members as well. And, stuff. Yeah, yeah. and that one guy who starts looking a little weird after looking at the the lady in the crystal is like, I've never seen something so beautiful on a ship before. He, and it's like No, he said uh, he said, I've been in space for six months and she's the most perfect thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And then it cuts to one yeah. lady astronauts being like, Motherfucker. Yeah. Like she gives she, him the she has side eye. Yeah, side it's eye. The skunkiest skunk eye. Yeah. Like it's so great. She's like, We could be back on the ship right now getting filled out like an application, but no, <laughs> you wanted to come look at these crystal bitches. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. 
She's been in space for just that long, too. Maybe longer. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what the, you know. No yeah. one pays those ladies any attention, even when, like, side note foreshadowing, but someone's like, you know, all of my men on the well, ship were killed. that's just the military terminology. Oh, yeah. I, I wrote that off as military terminology. Not yeah. like he didn't realize they were women, but just he was like, my men, my crew. Like, that yeah. kind of thing. I mean, we're still in the 80s. PC culture hasn't really had enough of a foothold in there yet. And so, yeah, it's it's the female erasure of the language. And yeah. That, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I see, honestly, you. I see you female crew members. We've, yeah. we've talked about far more problematic movies than this. You know, I'm not going to bring the word problematic into it because yeah. this is... It, it's not. It's just not to, problematic. It's just not as PC as the world would become yeah. shortly British. after. Yeah. I mean, also, it's just and like what it you, is. You noticed you're, you talked about this a couple of times. There's a, a one character is like constantly smoking in like these official buildings. And oh stuff. yeah. He works for the militaries in all these like laboratories, and he is almost never without a cigarette. He starts off with a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's multiple scenes where he is smoking. The scene continues, and he lights up another cigarette. So I'm like, well, that should he's, be. Yeah, he's just telling Toby Hooper, like, keep him coming. This is what keeps me acting. <laughs> this is my acting juice right here. If you plan on playing your own drinking game, add that down whenever <laughs> you see that man. Yeah. Smoke. So okay. if you want to get fucked up, drink when that guy's smoking. You'll know who it is. And if He'll you want to just like keep coasting, drink when he's not smoking because it's only a few times. <laughs> where am I at here? In my um, notes. So I, they decide to take. Uh, beautiful crystal lady and also and ran yeah and those guys <laughs> uh back onto the churchill they do that and then um we get a little text on screen that says 30 days later just and we we just see the ship coasting through space yeah, drifting we cut to earth um at the british space agency right bsa is that what it was esa European yeah. space. Oh, European yeah. space agency. Okay. Guys, this is the smoking okay. guy. It's oh, the white-haired okay. doctor. Like, I, this is their introductory I, scene. I couldn't remember whether that scene yeah, no, was before is, or after. That's when you okay. see the first this is all uh, them being like, POC character in the background. Yeah, he's doing uh, office work. Yeah, and smoking guy smoking a cigar. That's how you yeah. introduce him. He starts off with a cigar, and I feel like some point they're like, you know what? I feel like the cigar is too much. Can you look up smoking guy's name? We're just going to get straight to... I, I didn't write it down. I meant to. I got... um. Of these three, there's three scientists there. Um, there's Smoking Guy. I should have taken a note of his yeah. character's name, and I missed it. I kept not writing it down. I Madison. Got the the white-haired doctor's name um, in the movie is Falada. Uh, he's a recurring character. and Falada's actual name is Frank. Frank Finley, yeah. That's the actor. I got that because I was like, um, oh, I'm going to have to talk about this guy. I don't know, man. These guys look so much older. <laughs> Yeah. We'll say there's Lamson. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it might be Gothard. No, it is. Yeah. His name is Dr. Okay. Bukowski. Bukowski. And when you look at the uh, IMBD version, it's DB. a little bit, it's his uh, actual oh, photo. Oh, okay. okay. His name is Michael Gothard. Okay, so um, the smoking scientist or doctor is uh, Bukowski. That's uh, Michael Gothard. His doctor smokes a lot. Yeah, he's the one who is almost constantly smoking. Um, and then the white-haired doctor is... Uh, Played by Frank Finley. Um, his name is Falada. Yeah, Han, Hans Falada. Hans Falada. So those two will come up. Yes, um, quite. But uh, I'm just going to refer to them as white-haired doctor and smoking guy. Because eh, you'll get it. You get it. So um, it's it's the two of them and then one other scientist. Um, oh, also, I just looked on IMDb. Apparently, the director's cut. Uh, we had an extra 12 minutes. Sweet. Yeah. That's a good amount for a director's cut. It's not too much, but it's yeah. not nothing. I hate, like, 
It's like, ooh, we're going to watch the, like, the Gothica director's cut. And I'm like, I already don't like this. And they're like, it's three minutes of extra footage. And I'm like, dude, what could you possibly, ugh, whatever. The only thing that's a, that's a good addition in a director's cut that's, like, under five minutes is, um, I think it's Friday the 13th part six, I think, uh, is the one where Jason picks up a, a, a camper in a sleeping bag and beats them against a tree and in the theatrical version, he only does it once, but in the director's cut, he does it, like, six times, and there's, like, blood spraying out of it, and it's fucking so over the top, and it's wonderful. That was worth it. I also just read a thing on IMDb that has to do with something that we were talking about earlier. What? Apparently the model for the alien spaceship was actually an artichoke. Oh. What? Cool. Like yeah. a long, thin artichoke? I get that. I guess. Well, the chamber that they're in kind of has an inside-out artichoke vibe to it. Yeah, I could see that. It's got all these other, like, crystal pods or something along the wall. It's, it's not really, you know, you're not really showing any close-ups of what it is because it was, like, either a matte painting or a model or whatever, but... Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. I can Side note, Lamson was in Flash Gordon. Oh, cool. I like Flash Gordon. Never and seen I love Lamson for no reason. Well, there's a reason. We'll get to it. It's just some garbage we made up while we were watching it, but... <laughs> totally worth it. So, um, we find out that the Churchill has been drifting in space for 30 days, so it was a joint U.S.-European space mission, so they How call they in NASA, up? and NASA sends up the Columbia? Yes. Yeah, they send up a ship called the Columbia, and it's 1985. Yeah, which, you know, we did have a spaceship Columbia, but that was in 2003, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's just, they, much... they picked a thing that was likely to become a space mission name, I guess. Yeah. The original ship has just been coasting, and it yeah, hasn't... Yeah, 30, 30 days. Yeah. 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 Well, no, this is 30 days after they picked him up. Yeah. Picked up the bodies. So 30 days after they picked up the bodies, they yeah. realized yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be heading towards Earth, but it's just... Yeah, but it's been coasting for 30 days. Like, yeah. it, it didn't meet its uh, trajectory for reentry. It's just been, like, drifting. I, th- I didn't think it was coasting for 30 days. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, like, them now after they show, 30 days. Now, they showed the... Um, Every, all the displays in this are, like, wonderfully, delightfully 1980s, like, all the graphics. But, yeah, they showed, like, this should have been their uh, trajectory, but this is what it is, and it's, like, all off-sync because there's no, there's nothing guiding the ship. It's just coasting. So they're, they're not sure what happened, if there was an accident or if it's gone dead stick or whatever, but... So they send up NASA, including our one uh, POC actor with a line... But he's cool. He's a smart one. He stays on the ship, and he survives, theoretically. We never see him again, but nobody on that mission is supposed to have died. So that's rad. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Bucking uh, horror movie trend. Um, oh, we see an awesome space VHS tape. Uh, oh, they, they, yeah. re- they get the like the black box recording from uh, from the Churchill. And then we just kind of cut. like they, They're like, okay, well, these three, you know, humans, humanoids in crystal coffins are up here. We're going to bring them back to Earth. That seems like a great idea. Like, the whole inside of the Churchill is burned. Yes. All the corpses are burned. Yep. Like, it's just a bunch of dead bodies and ash floating around, which it looks awesome. It's super cool and yeah. creepy. A, a lot of, like, the effects and the set dressing and stuff on this movie is just yeah, really, the, really well done. There's a lot of great special effects. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, like, they, they go onto the Churchill and the first thing they see is just, like, ash floating through the air. And, like, it's so creepy. It's great. Because you never see, like, dust or ash, like, space it's 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 very cool i liked it a lot and we just cut to earth so i guess everything went fine and then uh they have the the woman in observation and then the two men are in a different chamber they're all out uh, no the so the woman is outside of her coffin her crystal coffin 
Yeah. She's just laying on like an observation table. When we see the men later, they're still in their crystal coffins. But what happens is the uh, woman allures one of the uh, one of the guards, and he he's drawn to her, and he can't help but touch her booby. <laughs> just booby. Which I mean is super gross, and don't do that. But also it's. A matter of national and international security. Don't do that. But also, we totally wanted it. <laughs> like we were all watching it. Like, touch that booby, touch that booby. You know you want to touch that booby. Yeah, we're like, come on. And he did. And she woke up, <laughs> and then she's like, doesn't say anything, but she's giving him the the fuck me eyes. That's what those, <laughs> that's what those eyes were. <laughs> they, they it definitely was. She's like, hello. Not, again, not speaking. Just looking at him, and he's like, oh my god, Boobies. she's so hot. Look at her boobies. And um, then they start kissing, and she fucking sucks the life force out of his face. It's like this electricity shooting out of his head. Yeah. And there's like a big ring you know, of energy in the room. It looks awesome. It's so crazy. And he just like withers. I had in my notes, thunder lips over here. Thunderlips. <laughs> Seriously, it's like yeah, a Yeah, brother. Yeah, it's like a vortex. The Hulk Hogan And reference. it's like, you know, blue, crackling. Yeah, you know. energy. It's very yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, energy effect looks a lot like the Ghostbusters 2 energy effects and the Ghostbusters effects. Yeah. Um, Doesn't not, he motor not in a bad way. No, no. He, he, he kisses a boob. I don't think he's straight up mo- There's no actual motorboating, but uh, he puts he puts face to breast. He puts, I mean, later later on with uh, Colonel Tom. No, kinda, there's no, there's no motorboat. No, well, no, he's not doing the... Well, that's what, what makes it a motorboat. Okay. I mean, if I was talking about actual boats, and I was like, yeah, I'm in a motorboat. You're like, no, it's just a boat. It doesn't have a motor. Okay. Then I'd be like, well, yeah, I guess it's just a boat. Well, he was all up in the crevasse, is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, he put, he put face to breasts, but there's no motorboat. Okay. Which is the best part. That's the part. That's the defining part. The best part of motorboating. I'm going to be honest. It's making that, that noise. I don't make that noise in my boobies. Yeah. I took you seriously until you made the sound. Then I was like, you know what? So if somebody silently just, like, whipped their face back and forth between your breasts, that's... Better, worse, or the same? Speaking as a lady. As a lady, if you were just like to just, just put rub your, your face in my boobs. Guy put his face between your breasts and did the exact same motorboating quickly with, back and forth with no sound. I'd rather that than you making raspberries in my crevice. No, yeah. yeah, huh? yeah that, that'd be it. That'd Fair. Be it. That'd be like a, mm, I didn't need the sound. You could have just done it. And I would have been just as fine. I think, be, I think the total silence is weirder. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think that's like Michael Myers is fucking you. I mean, it depends <laughs> on like when... When are we? When are we doing this well, motorboat? I mean, is this also, a foreplay, or are you just going at my boobies? I think at any point, if it's totally silent, that's weird. Well, you wouldn't. You don't. I, it's not an either or thing. You don't have to be completely silent. You can be kind of like. Is that how you? I'm do it? doing it right is now. That, is that how you motorboat? You just make little I'm, like sighs or something. No, if you're gonna motorboat somebody's breasts, I think you're uh, uh, obliged, unless they specifically ask you not to, which is fair, to go <laughs> like you have to, a yada 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 yada. Like you gotta really do it. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying it's you're totally within your right to say like, hey, hey, if you're gonna do that, stop making that noise. I don't like the noise. Yeah, I don't like the and noise. And then they have to not do it because they have to respect you and your rules. Exactly. I mean, if you made a different sound that didn't sound like a <laughs> What's cartoon a good... noise or a, you know What's a, a raspberry. What like? See, again, that's also terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> what? You just have a... Or like a vocoder noise. Like, shawty! Shouty. Shouty. It's so hard to just scream shouty into this your This is for you, shouty. If you're out there, if you're listening. Oh, Lord. That's it. <laughs> 
Oh, maybe it's not left. I'm right. not going to wait on this. You can. Yeah. No. Feel I mean, free. You I have refuse. titties, too. All right, that's fine. I do. You okay. don't like fun? I get it. Okay, so. It's a little harder to motivate me because they're kind of small, so there's a huge crevice. I don't think so I've like, had there's anybody. There's an echo. I don't like the echo. <laughs> I don't think I've had... <laughs> that is an echo. I don't think I've had anybody try. I don't think that I would care because I'm all for doing stupid shit in bed just for fun. Hmm. Sometimes it's hot and sometimes it's just funny and weird and yeah. that's fine. I guess it depends on the person. It's then. a different yeah. kind of hot. Yeah. If I care about being you... Being able to laugh in bed with somebody is a different that, kind of intimacy. That being said, I'm much more inclined to just, like, try to smother people with my chest. See? That's fine, though. That's, like, that's, for that's, fun and profit? Yeah. That's, that's breath play. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's because, like, I have a When big, they stop moving, I rifle through their wallet. I have a big rack, so, like, I can just be really aggressive with it, and it's Again, okay. so the sound <laughs> is muffled, so it doesn't sound as, like, yeah. oddly jokerish. Not, not oddly joker- jokerish. Oh, yeah. Now oh, that's like a, a better word. They're just like... If I bear down hard enough, I can't hear shit. See, then there yeah. you go. I just get this, like, it's not great, it's loud. You gotta do a lot of extra work. It's not good. At that point, you're just swallowing my titties because they're that small. Again, this one's for you, shouty. <laughs> uh, I oh, to come back to work. Me. I did also want to mention around this time they have a uh, television broadcast about Haley's Comet, and mm-hmm. they're saying that. Oh, I uh, love this. Yeah, this is yeah. not only a good way to deliver exposition, but it was like really fun. Well, the thing was they were saying that you know uh, an original name for a comet was Disaster or Evil Star. Now, I, when I when I looked it up, I didn't actually see anything about it specifically referring to comets. But yeah, the word disaster is dis, and then aster like astral. So. It, astrology, astronomy. Yeah, 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 but so it's it's more that it's saying it's ill-starred, or like yeah, or like the, star, the stars are not in your favor. Yeah, yeah, the planets aren't aligned. Yeah, they might have been playing yeah. a little fast and loose. Yeah, with that. but so like yeah, they have this little news broadcast that's basically talking about how like you know this comet's passing and that they were originally considered ill omens, and it's just this nice little bit of like mood foreshadowing for later yeah yeah yeah, yeah so she gets all thunder lips on him and yeah proceeds to he is a desiccated corpse he is all withered like a Dry corn husk uh, like an apple doll of a human being yes nice. good thank you uh, yeah <laughs> so she just walks out naked as the day she was no uh, she doesn't created yeah she walks out no because remember uh smoky mcgee comes in there no well, well she walks out of the room but she's still in the compound yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, so the smoking guy sees that she's kissing um, the guard, and he goes over there and interrupts. She ends up, she just walks out of this compound naked. Um, he's shaken, well, smoking guy is shaken, but not, um... Because he kissed her. Did he kiss her? Yeah, because she was, she didn't leave the room, she was in the corner of the room when he went in there, and he saw the body, and then he turns around, and there she was. Yeah, then what And happened? then fucking white doctor with the pink white hair doctor yeah, yeah he yeah, sees yeah. him in the camera and goes after him with help and then like by the time he gets there she's gone but That's he's right, just he shows shaken. up with like guards oh, yeah. yeah okay i think he's i thought he scared her off no dr smokes mcgee was gonna well, kiss he him he doesn't then, have any he doesn't have any symptoms after that no he just smokes a lot more and he's hella sweaty the entire time <laughs> like oh, he's still then. shaken by it yeah he's, he's definitely yeah, yeah. shaken up but he's not uh 
We'll, we'll say like yeah. infected. It, yeah. The rules of this are weird. Yeah, we'll get really to it in a minute, but I want to cover some of the broad strokes before we get into the details. Okay. So she walks out. Uh, we get a nice shot of her butt ascending uh, the stairs. Oh man, the lighting in this is yeah. gorgeous. A lot yeah. of really good stills. Yeah. She's very, she's very beautiful. Yes. Um, but like, it's not. It's sexual, but it's not uh, fortuitous or uh, uh, exploitative. Really, yeah. it's. Yeah, it's it's kind of got like that arty feel to it, where it's just yeah, you know. it, it's because it's it's a subject in the film, you know, her her sexual like draw on these men, like you know, the characters describe it as like she's the most feminine presence I've ever felt, you know, things like that, and being you know like unable to you know resist her, it's vampire stuff. It's you know the <laughs> the lore of vampires, you know, yeah. Um, it's there. It's that you know. It's usually described as like hypnotism or whatever. It's just that. It's, it's pure. That's what her like, eyes look like too. Yeah, her eyes have like spirals in them, which is cool. Which I did not notice till like the end of the movie. But yeah, yeah. they do a lot of like weird contacts. Yeah. For your vampire leads. So yeah, she just has this like pure, you know, the Kavorka, <laughs> as you would get on Seinfeld, the lore of the animal. Yeah. So these guards, you know, try to stop her. She just. She gestures and then light flashes from somewhere around her hip region, so we theorize that maybe she notes, had... It's Thunderbush over here. Yeah, she has, uh, <laughs> she has space magic vagina. Yeah, um, There's that bush that Allison was looking yeah. for. Also read in the IMDb, apparently it was bandied around that they were possibly going to wax Matilda May to make her appear less nude, and then realize that that would have the opposite effect. Yeah. What? That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Right? No bush Make makes her, you look yeah. less noon. If you, people only know you're naked if they can see your pubes. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, she, like, uh, you know... Thunder crotches them. Yeah, well, and then also does, like, She a also hole. does, like, a kegel <laughs> at the front doors, and all the windows fucking explode out, which is hilarious. And then oh, she yeah. walks out across broken glass, which isn't made, like, a thing of... But, like, I kind of wish it was. But, yeah, she just walks across this field littered with broken glass. And I was like, that's super cool. Well, it's a little, like, terminator Yeah, yeah. You know? It's Where alien. It's, just, it's yeah. just, like... Yeah. Actually, it's more like Predator because it's pain don't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This brings up the next point that I was going to bring up later to that conversation that we had. So yeah. now that she's gone from the premise, you know, it flashes back to the other two dudes uh, after in thought. Yeah, the space vampire boys. They're still in their crystal coffins because they don't have pretty, pretty breasts nope. to ogle. And you see, like, they go, like, down their bodies, but they but, completely yeah. avoid the penis. It yeah. stops above their bush, above their junk. Um, you see their feet, though. You just don't see any penis. Yeah, there's, like, a, it's either a light reflection or it's some kind of thing on the window or something. A yeah. bar yeah, that it's blocks like a where their penises are. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, it's glare, and they managed to do it right yeah. when it was... Which I enjoy as, like, a, a bit of, like directorial artistry like yeah. i think it's fun to do but also like they then just where's the penis yeah they then just explode their coffins they stand up and they start attacking these two guards and it's like we where's should see their dongs the beef <laughs> yeah like okay in real life allison and i just uh, a week ago went and saw the spy who dumped me the mila kunis uh kate mckinnon comedy yes and there's a fucking there's balls from behind and a dick yeah in that movie and it's just a dumb comedy. Yeah. Like, this is about sexuality. Yeah, but this least. is also, like, 1985. It is 85, I understand. But I'm just like, come on. This is what I would change. We talked earlier about, like, updating it. Yeah. yeah. There would be some... It's not going to be sexual. It's not a hard dick, but it's a dick. Like, I'm you're surprised there isn't any boners in this. As, hard, as much as they were like, I had a 
very strong yeah. sexual urge towards her. And like you see them like walking towards them. And... Yeah, they have no trouble walking at all. Yeah. <gasps> oh, but this was the part that I was going to bring up was as soon as she leaves, that's when they're like, oh shit, we got to go. Yeah, as soon as, snap up. as soon as the space lady leaves, her two uh, guy drone guys are like, we're awake now. And yeah. you had mentioned that she's kind of like a bee. And I was like, when you think about it, the area that they found them in was kind of shaped like a hive. Yeah, it's vaguely yeah. hive-like, yeah. And she's basically a queen hive of yeah. the vampires. Like, most vampire theories go. You, queen, yeah. you yeah, kill the, the original. Mind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kill the original, everyone but, else dies. So this is where things get a little, detail-wise, this is where I don't really get the way anything works. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk about why they look human and, and everything else looks like a bat, because we'll get to that later. They, they mention that. They explain that. But So I originally thought she was, like, they were all, you know, comatose or still in stasis or whatever, until the guy, like, touched her breast and woke her up, and then she sucked his life force, and now she was gathering energy and transmitting it, like, psychically to the rest of her species, these space vampires, including her two male drones, and that that was why they then woke up. Like, she was like, I'm free now, I can direct energy to them and wake them up and blah, 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 blah. But then Tabitha pointed out that she sucked out everybody on the ship. Like, the whole ship's crew, uh, the Churchill's crew was all desiccated as well. So if she was doing that, they were all powered, they didn't have to wait for anything. So it was just, I guess, just a strategy for them to go one and then those two? Like, her first and then them two? I think it was just that bee situation where, like, if you move the queen bee to another hive, the other bees move too. So, like, they can't be too far from her. Because when you think about it, all the but they people... are though in the movie. In, in the, the well, in, in the movie, they become like but bees. You're right. Yes. Yeah. In the movie, they just become like spirits that just wander around while she's doing other shit. I mean, like they stay with her a no. lot. No. Well, her physical body is, doesn't leave London. Right. It's that like they do this whole but, thing where she can like body hop. Or yeah, I know, I know, but 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 London is huge. Yeah. <laughs> negating that if she left the building, they would have to leave the building. Yeah. Because later on, we find that one definitely stayed at the building, or yeah. came, like, or they actually both stayed at the building. I don't know. But then one shows up at the end to defend her, which I get, but so it, that negates I mean, the like, oh, she's leaving, we should leave with her to find her thing. The other other thing was it might be so saying she's controlling whether or not they wake up. It might have just been, like, a strategy because, like, on the ship there would have been limited food. It yeah. would have just been the crew, and then once they're gone, they're gone. But now you have moved your... Yeah. You found yourself in, like, a, a major hunting ground now. Yeah. You have enough resources for everybody to be up and moving. Yeah, it's just, like, the, the rules are not super out. clearly yeah. established. And it just kind of kept feeling like they kept being, like... And then this thing, you know, and like halfway through the movie, we find out she can project her spirit into other bodies. And yeah. That, like, and then she's hidden her body away. And her and Tom, because like Tom, like everyone else dies except for yeah, Tom. I guess around this point is when we realize that uh, Colonel Tom did not die. He uh, escaped in the escape pod from the Churchill. Yeah. Yeah. And ended up in Texas. Tejas. Um, which, uh, There's Allison, that southern drawl that Allison was Allison looking for. Allison was real, like, ooh, ooh, they're in Texas. But it's literally like a three-second scene in the rain that may or may not have actually been anywhere near Texas. Yeah. And then it cuts back and Tom's all... So he grew a Steve Carell drama actor beard. In 30 uh-huh. days. In these 30 days. And then um, we see him, like, in the pod, like, fuck, I'm back on Earth. And then <laughs> it just cuts back to the European Space Agency. And they're like, welcome back, Colonel Tom. And he's like, yeah, shaved. 
He has two settings in this movie. I'm going to do them both for you. One is he, he kind of, he's at like a three, and he just sort of talks a little quiet and, and sort of stuttery, and he's not really sure. And then the other one is yelling! Oh my god! For no reason, like all the time. And I was the, really nervous that you weren't going to lean back to do that. I'm a prof- semi-professional okay. recording artist and okay. radio master. Of course I'm going to lean back. Okay. It sounded way better on the headphones. I'm, yeah, I can <laughs> I can see the visualization or whatever on the, the recording, so that, yeah, I'll be eagerly anticipating listening to that. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so where are we with this? Uh... Well, Major Tom's I, back and he's alive. I think, I yeah. think also, like, they, you, you got the um, the corpse explosions. No. Yeah. No, that's now? Yeah, I guess that's around now. Oh, yeah. so we, no, we meet the specialist, too. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I don't think I made enough... Metro, Metro, Metro. Okay, no, yeah. So the specialist is Kane. Um, Colonel Kane. Or whatever. Whatever Kane. Mr. Kane. Mm-hmm. Michael Kane. Um... He shows up wearing a white it is, turtleneck. It's not Michael. It's Kane. not Michael Kane. That would be great. Yeah, um, that he, that would be an interesting choice for this. This guy wasn't bad. He just wasn't much of much. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah. Um. Little, he, he's little, wearing little a bland, yeah. but you know they kept dressing him as too cool for school, and he managed to not like mess yeah, they, that up. So. Yeah, he's like if your dad dressed as Constantine. <laughs> uh, kind of. He's wearing a white turtleneck, a leather jacket, and a trench coat when he shows up, and I was like, all, right. all collars are pops. Yeah, all the collars are up. Later on in the movie, it's a black, black turtleneck, turtleneck. etc. <laughs> yeah, same leather jacket and trench coat. Um, so yes, we meet Kane. He's dressed like that. The guard, they're about to perform an autopsy on the guard who got uh, desiccated. The booby toucher. Yeah, by uh, by the space lady. Mm-hmm. And um, he wakes up just before the autopsy begins. And it's it's an effect. It's a puppet. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah, he's, he's, you know. It's an animatronic. Yeah, he's desiccated. So, like, he's, you know, just, like, all the moisture is out of him and stuff. And he's just, like, skin over bones. Yeah. And it's an animatronic, and it's super cool. Yeah, looks really good. It looks really good. Like, it's really not going to fool anybody. Like, oh, I thought that was a real guy. But, like, you, it looks enough where you, it doesn't ruin the movie for you. You know, it doesn't pull you out. It doesn't look like a shitty puppet, you know, or anything. It's, it's well very, very well done and creepy as shit. He, like, draws him in. One yeah. of the doctors who are doing the autopsy, he draws him in with his eyes. Yeah, basically he, saying, come hug me. Yeah, he wakes yeah. up, and he's, like, scream croaking. Yeah. And, um... He looks like locks eyes with the doctor and seduces him. Basically. Yeah, basically like seduces him with this like vampire like sex energy. It's like a fucking like red hot chili peppers blood sugar sex magic. As uh, we're literally screaming at the screen, kiss him. Yeah, we're kiss yelling, him. Kiss him. Kiss that corpse. <laughs> and he does. Yeah, he does. Um, which rejuvenates the corpse it like reinflates and becomes the actor again which by the way the any of the transition scenes between like uh, animatronic corpse and actor looked like iggy pop <laughs> so many of them, i was like this could be iggy pop please a- iggy pop be playing this part so not iggy pop but apparently um uh somebody that they were considering for one of the male vampires was billy idol oh man really yeah that would have been great <laughs> billy idol and sting uh-huh right <sighs> yeah do that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remake. Yeah, I love Sting. Uh, yeah, Sting would be great. He would have been great. Billy Idol would have been great. <laughs> now I'm just angry. Um, Sorry. There is a cameo appearance from David Bowie in this film. We'll get to that. Barely. He doesn't have any lines, because he's a poster. It's fine. We'll get to it. 
the guards resurrected they they but he's like freaked out it's like he doesn't know where he is or what's going on so they take him to a holding cell which is like a storage yeah well thing. they they inject him with a sedative or something yeah to they, get him to yeah. stop screaming <laughs> and they take him to a holding cell and also the doctor who he in turn suck the life force out of they put him in a holding cell yeah. as well the doctor is now the shriveled one and yes. he's back to being a like, man yeah a full human yeah um he's so been rehydrated or whatever yeah they go down they look at the holding cells uh they watch as the guard dehydrates again right before their eyes and then um the white-haired doctor the falada yes Falada. Yeah, Falada like pokes him with a stick. Oh my and, like, gosh. His ribs fall open. It's just full of like sand, which is cool. It's like kitty litter. Kitty yeah. litter. Um, and then they go like literally the next cell down, and there's this puppet of the dehydrated doctor who's like screaming and shaking, and then it runs at the bars, and when it hits them, it just explodes in the dust <laughs> yeah. all over them, which is great. Amazing. Yep. It um, was really good. They find a, a lady. Yeah, they yeah. find the corpse of a woman and these two like onlooker guys who are like, "Yeah, we saw, we saw her. She was making out with another girl. We we stood around in the bushes like a couple of fucking creepos and we watched them to see if we could see them, you know, doing anything." And that's like, more or less what his line was. That's what like, it is. Yeah. I'm just doing a shitty British accent because yeah. I can't. I'm the the Benedict Cumberbatch of this podcast. Uh huh. This is my British accent. This is how everybody sounds. <laughs> Well, come on. I love him. I, I love I, I, both Doctor Strange and Benedict Cumberbatch, I I but his American accent in that is in the beginning of that is rough. I am American. I, Hello, I am a doctor and I am an asshole. I can't do the accent, but say I love watches. I love and collect watches. There you go. Look at them all. They go on my hands, which will become useless. <laughs> Spoilers for Doctor Strange. Ouch. Um, yeah. So, um, um, so they bring the girl back. Yeah. And then her corpse just fucking, it, it wakes back up because it's in, so there's like a weird life cycle with these things where they are just straight up kind of like desiccated corpses. Then they reanimate and need sustenance, yeah. life force. Immediately. Yeah. And if they don't get it, apparently they fucking explode because she's like strapped to a gurney and they're like monitoring her heart rate and shit and it's nothing and then it's something and then it's way off the scale and then she explodes. explodes. So there's these three great like ex like death you know things back there. There's literally nothing left but a Which, scalp. It's weird because they don't really do that much throughout the rest, the rest of the, of the movie. yeah. Yeah. And uh, even when you have like okay, I was going to say you don't really have that in the climax but also it's kind of a feeding frenzy so I guess yeah. they're just getting it's just a, a perpetual motion. Machine. Yeah, that was probably a yeah. budget thing but like with the the write off of like well it's a feeding frenzy. Yeah, like Yeah. That's probably I mean if if it was remade now you could have this is where I'd be like yeah, you could do CG here. Yeah. You could, you know, whatever have some some of your extras explode in the background. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 meet um Colonel Tom. Colonel Tom. Major Tom. Ground control of Colonel Tom. Yeah. And he tells him his backstory, which is that they they brought her aboard the Churchill. She started seducing everyone. She seduced some other dude in the crew to smash all the, you know... Radio equipment. Yeah, so they couldn't contact Earth, and nobody could know what was going on, and blah, 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 blah. And then, slowly, one by one, she ate everybody until he was the only one that was left. And he, I guess, flooded it with uh, pure oxygen. Yeah. And, and torched everything. Yeah, he used like a laser torch, which was cool, to light one of the bat corpses on fire that they brought back. Well, they only brought the one, but yeah. Well, whatever. Okay. The bat corpse, then. Yes. To the be, corpse. again, to be specific. And so he lights that on fire and then hops into the escape pod just as like the pure oxygen floods into the room and it's 
cooks the whole inside of the ship. And he ends up in Tejas, like we said. Um, and then they're like, okay, well, we'll talk to you more, you know, about this uh, soon in the future. And he goes to sleep and has an erotic nightmare. Yes. Which is awesome. It's so great. It's like, you know, she appears and, like, climbs on top of him. And uh, there's, like, flashing red and blue lights. And yeah. it's in this weird gothic sort of architecture, which foreshadows the end of the film. Yeah, it's just really cool. And, you know, he's like gave me your life force and she's like you took it and now you're taking more and whatever and it's just like they yeah. fucking yeah they yeah. do that you get the, the booby kissing yeah that's just when you get some booby kissing uh, but then my favorite part is that uh, he wakes up just like screaming in the camera's face oh yeah <laughs> it made me laugh yeah. so hard he's just sweaty and screaming he's like ah! most of this movie sweaty <gasps> he does yeah. sweating and screaming so sweating is like a byproduct of getting, yeah, like vamped on by yeah. these space vampires. Yeah. We sort of find this out. That's kind of how you know that somebody is like enthralled or whatever. Whatever. Is, yeah, they're yeah. Just, they're too sweaty. Yeah. Which I mean, again, it's ninety-one degrees in Philadelphia right now, so it could be anyone. <laughs> um, if you're watching this and anyone you know is sweating, kill them. <laughs> You have to stake well, them through, not the keep, heart. Yeah, keep listening, because we'll tell you how, when it happens. All right, well, if you if you notice it right now, and now they notice you noticing it, you're dead, because it's going to be a while until we tell you how to kill them. It's just a couple of centimeters. <laughs> did you look up the conversion? Yes, I did. Oh, good, good, good. Say, yeah, I'm cutting this out. <laughs> um, so. You know I did. So then, um, Falada. But, yeah. Falada proposes hypnosis, which is weird. It's got a little, like, flashy light box, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. Puts him under and... Emphasizes Tom. Yeah. And Tom has a connection with her and finds out that she has, like, thrown her spirit into some other lady's body mm-hmm. who is out seducing people on the moors, apparently. Yep. This lady kind of looks like Poison Ivy from the Cramps, which is rad. Tabitha thought she kind of looks like um, um, Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters. It's a similar hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're doing, like... It's redder, but it's a similar yeah. cut and shape big, and big style Big red to curls, it. yeah. yeah. Um, Amazing style, by the way. And uh, they ask him, you know, they ask him to describe what's going on. It's that she's, you know, walking. Oh, she sees someone. He's fixing his car, and she's approached him. And they're like, "Can you see what the license plate on the car is?" And I wrote it he down. He totally for, can. <laughs> I wrote it down for. I don't know if you're into this kind of dumb detail crap. It's F M L one two nine R, which I don't know. When you write it down, it kind of looks like the word familiar. Uh... So maybe that's like a weird vampire-y thing. See, I just, I just had the FML, so I'm like, fuck my life. Yep. 1985, they <laughs> Fuck my it. life force. Familiar is also my life force. a thing within, like, uh... Witches and stuff. Yeah. 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 That's why I was like, maybe it's like a vampire-y, like a culty vibe they're going for with that. Yeah. I don't know. Turns out the lady she had taken possession of is in a psychiatric hospital, and they fly out there, and the director of the psychiatric hospital, fine a fucking lee, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, surprising no one. He looks almost exactly the same, except his hair has a little bit more pepper in the back. Just a little. Otherwise, he looks exactly the same. He's great. I'm always excited to see him in anything ever. Also, especially after they fucking canceled Blunt Talk on me. Yeah. I'm still mad about that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. It has such a weird sense of humor. This podcast is all about, you know, positivity and enjoying films and trying to find something to enjoy, especially in these dark times um and also apparently recommending canceled shows so yeah. go out and check out defying gravity and blunt talk if you don't know because they're both great 
yeah. for different reasons. So, this is uh, David Bowie's cameo appearance as a poster on the wall of this lady's bedroom. Yeah. But I was like, hey, it's David Bowie. That made me happy. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, we had been joking about the, the whole... Major Tom. Yeah. And then, yeah, there was actually a David Bowie poster. Yeah. For the eagle-eyed viewer, which is us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it, it, she... So Tom slaps her because I don't know why. It was real dumb and I didn't need it. Yeah, he's basically like trying, like, so he's trying to figure out if uh, if she is still inside this woman. And yeah. But like, yeah, he's like hitting her a little bit. And it's, why? What is that accomplishing more? Yeah, I don't understand it. And it was like, I don't get it. But so. It's a little off-putting. Yeah. yeah. It didn't seem necessary and therefore it was just like, you just hit a woman for no reason. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Well, bad. wait, no, it was it was for a reason. He slapped her for a reason. What was the reason? Because she's a masochist, and he can <sighs> tell just by looking at her. She loves the pain, and that's when uh, Smoker McGee was like, "Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to keep smacking her." It wasn't Smoker McGee; it was the cane. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, cane. Yeah. He was like, uh, "I have to keep yeah. beating it out of her because that's what she wants me to do." You can either sit here or go away. He's like, I'm a natural boy. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah. He did say that. And he yeah. sits down. And then he turns her around after he snatches her clothes off and shows all the scratch marks that she has on her back. Yeah, that's true. Because she's a masochist. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. Yeah, with how, like, supposedly sexual this movie was, this was the most uncomfortable scene. Well, it felt like it came out of nowhere, and then it felt like, like, the reveal was the, like, the prestige reveal was, like, the justification that, like, oh, well, she's a masochist, so something, something, that's how I can find out if my sexy space girlfriend's ghost spirit Scientology nonsense <laughs> is in her body, because if she her. is, we're gonna smash. Like, I don't understand what the logic was. It was weird. And it, yeah. But, no, you're right. Like, he did say, she's a masochist, and then he was like, so you can leave, you can stay. And Kane, Yeah. I'm a natural voyeur. I'm a natural voyeur. So as smutty as we may make this movie sound... And as there smutty, is actual smut going on in here. Yeah, as smutty as it, we made it while we were watching it, just like... Because we're hilarious, let's be honest. Yeah, it, it's it's right there with us the whole way. Mm-hmm. Um, so she jumped ship into, uh, apparently... We are told... Yeah, Tom, he says he saw through you know his connection to her that she jumped into the body of blankety blank and he gives this description and yeah, sir this... patrick stewart says like oh it's this guy yeah. the child murderer well he's in you know holding cell in the basement yeah it's and like they a... go to the basement so he's like yeah shackled up in the, in the in a room in the basement they go in and then they surprise they inject dr armstrong which is sir patrick stewart with the needle um and then they take him to a different you know examination room because it because... was a double cross yeah. she's Wah-wah! actually in him because tom could see where she had gone where she had gone was into Dr. Armstrong. It's the equivalent of using your index finger in a thumb war right now. I guess. So. Surprise. That's where we meet. Surprise favorite character of the entire film. Lamson. Lamson. So here's why we like Lamson. Because Lamb. Because I heard wrong. Yeah. And I thought they called him Lamps. And I was like, isn't that guy's name Lamps? That's a weird. uh, And he's very tall. And, you know, in this room is shot. uh, Toby Hooper shot shot it from kind of a low angle, so everybody looks big in the room, but Lamson is actually, like, tall. tall. Yeah. So he looks like Lurch. Like, he looks like a giant man. He kind of has to, like, 
squat to get out the door. Yeah, I think it looks worse than it is, but yeah, he does look like he's like, oh, I gotta duck down. So Yeah, he's like an orderly, and he keeps popping in, and they keep yelling at him. Lamson! So, yeah, so first I thought his name was Lamps, and I was like, that's a cool, weird name. And then they said it again, and I think it was Allison. Yep. Or, yeah, it was like, oh, it's Lamson. I was like, oh, Lamson, son of Lamps. And then it just became like a Frankenstein's monster uh, where he, Lampson and his son, uh, also Lampson, they run a, a lamp store, but they're, they're giant Frankenstein monsters. And I was like, oh, instantly love this guy. He does not feature in the rest of the movie at all. No. He shows up to have a great reaction to uh, what happens, but that's about You're it. Just standing in the doorway. While his eyes like wide open. While shit's yeah. going off. And yeah. Also turns out the character's name is Lamson. L-A-M-S-O-N. Not lamp. So they have Patrick Stewart, yeah. like, shackled to a table or whatever. Drugged and, up. Uh, They're trying know. to conjure her into his body. Yeah, Colonel Tom is, like, uh... He's on ten right now. He was on three, but yeah. now he's at ten. Yeah. And he's, he's just screaming, screaming at Shaking Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Shaking him. He starts talking in her voice, also starts appearing physically to be her. Yeah. Yeah. And Patrick Stewart says in her voice... I love you, which made me laugh because it's just like, oh man, Stephen Railsback played uh, Colonel Tom. That dude has a memory of Sir Patrick Stewart saying I love you to him. Yes. Yeah, man. That's awesome. But he has even better memory now. Yeah, because right what... after that, drawn so, in by... I did I did want to say they kind of explain how they look human is that she yeah. uh, could like see into his mind. Yeah, it's kind of like it. Like instead yeah. of reading your fears, it reads your desires. Yeah. So you she, the form she's of like what you most yeah. wanted. Okay. So that's yeah, weird because kept telling uh, Colonel Tom like, Oh, I saw the perfect woman in your mind. And now I, <laughs> I saw the way. perfect woman and two well, all right dudes. Yeah. In well, your mind. <laughs> she specifically says I am the feminine in your mind. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also, uh, Playing yeah. on the whole, like, vampire theory. So, like, in some of them, vampires kind of come from succubus or succubi. Yeah. So having, like, two males be, like, her henchmen as she's the queen vampire and et cetera, been, et cetera. Could have been one and one, though. Yeah. Could've it could have been, been one and one, but, like, I she's got to have henchmen. They, they What's don't, sexier? They lady don't... and two men or just... Oh, no. Yeah. Sexy lady number two is great. He likes femme fatales. Yeah. He likes like, he likes lady henchmen, the, yeah, you know, like ball busting. Captain Phasma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she doesn't get to do shit in those movies, but she's awesome looking, and I love uh, Brienne of Tarth. I mean, like, we could speculate a lot about those things. They never really offer up why yeah. she's female. Looking, and they're male. And they're, yeah. Whether or I, not it has anything to do I with like, their biology, or if it's just a psychic yeah. projection, or whatever. I like my whatever. theory, though. I yeah. looked in your mind, and I saw the perfect woman. And two acceptable dudes. Yeah. But then she starts to just seduce him, and the perfect scene happens. Yeah, we yes. were, uh, this is another one we were fucking cheering for. Oh, yes. yeah. Screaming we at the yell, scene. Yelling at the TV, Screaming. cheering when it happened. Kiss him! Yeah. Kiss him! And then they keep flashing back and forth between it being P. Stewart and May, and P. Stewart and May as he yeah. gets closer and closer. And I was like, like, I uh, want him to kiss P. Stewart. Yeah. Like, I want P. him to, Stewart. Him to yeah. kiss Stewart, not, yeah. you know. Steve Rollsback and Patrick Stewart get a nice on-screen kiss. And then they kiss. And we're like, yep. yay! <laughs> I drank for that one great. because that's part of the drinking game. They draw it out, but like... Drink so hard. Worth it, yeah. And then here comes Lampson, just standing in the doorway as shit's just flying off right now because there's 
spirits and all kinds of stuff happening. Stop That's that. the thing is, yeah, with the with the vampire kissing and stuff like that, there's always that like crazy thunder blue energy. Oh yeah, vortex there's nonsense. like scream noises in and, the background and stuff. Yeah, it's and basically this is an, an orgasm. Es- yeah, this is an especially rough one, man. There's yeah. papers flying everywhere. Furniture is like yeah. levitating around, and that's when the third uh, doctor from that original scene where I we mentioned the smoking doctor, the white haired doctor, and a third guy is where the third guy gets his neck broke. Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. He's in like three scenes, yeah. and then he dies with a broken neck. I think he got hit by a table. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, that is what happened. Yeah, I think so. It's fucked up, but it's kind of funny. Isn't that like right after? Is he the one that uh, does the double syringes? No, uh, that's a uh, smoking dude. Yeah, I think that was oh, the smoking, smoking guy. Dude. Yeah, he's taller, oh, okay. so I think it probably was okay. him. Um, but yeah, they they inject two <laughs> two syringes full of. Uh, Sweet. Whatever, yeah, sedative into Patrick Stewart's neck. Very slowly, wow. like he just comes in and just like, and Sunk. you're out. And that's when you get uh, Lampson, son of Lamp. Uh, you get him standing in the doorway, standing in the doorway, eyes bugged out. <laughs> it's just funny. staring in there. That'll be a gift. We'll put that on social media. We speak to the white-haired doctor again, um, Falada, and he says, "Yeah, hey." At, at some point, <sighs> we just had a really quick thing of him unpacking this crazy ornate sword. Yeah. And there's not Don't really, worry, it's not going to be important There's not at all. really uh, any mention of that or anything like that until now. He, he, he talks to uh, Kane and, and Colonel Tom. He's like, oh, yes, I, I killed one. And he's like, how did you do it? How'd you kill him? Because we've been shooting oh, yeah, them and blowing them up and they're, well, they're so, body swapping and fucking whatever. Well, and, so, yeah, they thought that they'd killed the male vampires because they're bulletproof, but they are not grenade proof. Theoretically. Theoretically. But I guess they managed to, like, reform. So. No, they said that they... Oh, no, they, they had they, body jumped, right? Yeah, they body jumped yeah. into the guards' yeah, yeah, bodies yeah, yeah, yeah. and then made it look like the whatever. Yeah, yeah. But now they had reformed their original space vampire bodies out of the guards. So it's the actors playing the yeah. um, okay. space vampires are back looking like themselves. Right. But so he's like, but I killed one. He's like, how'd you do it? Because like grenades didn't work, bullets didn't work. I haven't been able to do anything. He's like, the old fashioned way. Not a wooden stake, mind you. This was a sword made of leaded iron. Leaded iron. And not through the heart, but through the energy center, two inches below the heart. Which Allison took. This pissed me off. Allison took issue with. And I will let her explain how and why. Uh, He's supposed to be British. He is British. Yeah. But he's talking to an American. Yeah. But so if you were to Brit- tell me it's like five centimeters from the heart, I don't know where the yeah. fuck that is. But Britain uses metric. Yes. So his first instinct would be to tell him it's five centimeters Unless below he her knows heart. that he's talking Not to an American. My argument is that he is British. He would probably say both then. No. He is, he is British. He is prepared. Yeah. He knows he's talking to an American, so he does he's, the conversion in his head. But he's talking to an American and a Brit. They're together. No, but he's well, yeah, talking but he to the, Brit will the, know the American. Conversion. Oh, my God. He's, he's a, he's we're a just well dumb, he's We're a just well dumb man. American cowboys to them. Yeah. He just Whatever. stabbed a man two uh, inches from the heart Whatever. and killed I, a vampire. How I, many centimeters is two inches? About five. About five. I think I found an error. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably right. I just think that's it's fun. It's fun to well, theorize, it to was, speculate. It was funny because as soon as I said that, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good call. It's a good catch. So, yeah, the sword is ridiculous looking, by the way. Yeah, it's um, got kind, a... Kind of looks like the ship a little bit and then it's got that, like, you know, pointy arkiness to it. The halberd of the sword kind of is the same basic vague shape as the like umbrella part of the ship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They do a whole thing of like, oh, you know, it's like vampires of old and blah 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 and yeah. We've been here before. Yeah. You can't blah 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 blah. What what are they doing? Like uh, you know, so he, he's basically well, making the argument of like, yeah, like all these the, are probably yeah. these creatures are probably what vampire lore is based on. Yeah. There, yeah. this is probably the origin of the legends, and the legends are now useful because of that. Right. There you yeah. go. 
Mind you, well, that's kind of important in the, yeah. in the I stake them in the heart with a leaded iron thing. This yeah. is also the moment where they're in a helicopter oh on their gosh. way somewhere. Yes. This is, this is when they're finding out all this information. And then one of the, I would say, best scenes of this fucking movie is, is when... It bo- is the most crazy and out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Blood starts coming out of Peace Stewart and that other dude's like face, yeah. mouth, eyes, and ears just pulling out... Not down their bodies, but out into the open air of yeah, the helicopter. Into the middle of yeah. space of the helicopter. It, and it is obviously like face casts of these guys, yeah. but it, it, they're pretty well done. I too. would argue it, that yeah. they actually filled yeah. Patrick Stewart's face with blood and then yeah. told him to push it out. Either no, but way, I mean, like the, the, I'm just saying, like props to the art department again. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it pulls into the middle of the open space of the helicopter and you can't tell what it's forming at first but yeah. then you start to see bloody titties and it's like a real carry moment yeah, where she kinda... just forms into the middle of the room stares at fucking Tom is like yeah. asshole you're gonna try to kill me I gotta go and then she just splashes into a pool yeah, of dark she, blood and disappears she like <laughs> is forming herself like out of this blood into just like meat like when she's half formed or three quarters of the way formed, she, there's like big sort of like veins like yeah. running down. Her, uh, it's so creepy and gross. And then yeah, she's like you know, basically you'll get what's coming to you or whatever. And then like falls yep. apart. And at that point, well, right around that is when the helicopter pilot noticed. Yeah, because we're like the pilot hasn't noticed any of this happening. Yeah. Uh, and then he noticed, and the helicopter like veered crazily out of control for a minute, which is hilarious. Tom also admitted that he was the one who fucked up the control system. Yeah, yeah. it was all him. Yeah, it was all him because he didn't want this to come back to Earth, and he was one. He fucked it up. Yeah, I think it was around this time that we realized like that's why he's so sweaty all the time because he's sweating a lot. Yeah, in this he's movie. in her thrall, but he's able to fend yeah. it off because he's special. Yeah, he wow. loves it. Which we kind of get an explanation for, but I wasn't. Satisfied yeah, because she because she loves him and she likes him, and then she says that he's end, always been one of them. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense at all. No. Anywho. Eh. They land at this, uh, camp. They're flying over London and everything, like, everything has gone tits up. Yeah, there's explosions. It's a cool model of, like, part of London. There's explosions and fire. Mm Mm-hmm. Just um, random walking a nun. London is in chaos, is in my notes. Yeah. They land at a military, like, campsite where they find out that if they can't stop what's happening, they're gonna fucking nuke London. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. just gonna be like, fuck it. Which is awesome. Yeah. There's, you know, a little bit more of, like, there's a lot of shots of, like, the chaos happening and some exposition. It doesn't really super matter, I don't think. Um, no, I don't but think yeah, it was that there was enough of an outbreak to then start a chain reaction where right. now everybody's, like, you yeah, know, it's- getting... Vampire. You can't save anybody. Yeah, so. panic in the streets of London. Oh, and then also they're talking about how uh, the ship is coming out of the comet and yeah, approaching it's, it's, an it's, orbit with Earth. It's in a geosynchronous orbit above London. No, it's um, like three hours or something. Yeah, they have like three hours left until like whatever. But, mass nuke. But uh, this mass, um, you know, outbreak of these space vampires where it's people, you know, getting infected, becoming these space vampires, desiccating other corpses, which then rise. It's sort of zombie-like, and then, you know, whatever. But all that is to power the ship. Um, there's, like, a big Ghostbusters-y pillar of energy up to the ship from London, from, like, a central point in London. Tom it realizes, he's like, well, I have to go, you know, I know where she is, and I'm gonna go and deal with this. And he leaves Kane. Briefly, there are movie punks in one of the, you know, riot happening in the street scenes. I saw a mohawk, so that 
counts. I'm happy I like movie phones. We get back into the helicopter and stuff, because that's when you get the non-traditional weapon being used. Oh, yeah. So, they, yeah, they hop back in the helicopter. Um, a couple of, like, the army guys on the roof had yeah. already got turned, so they grab onto the... Uh, Landing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, the foot of it. But um, it's awesome, because, like, there's not a lot of stunts in this movie. There's some, you know, a lot of effects and some explosions, but no... Not a lot of, like, diving away from explosions. This is, like, a legitimate stunt. Yeah. It's, like, two guys hanging on a helicopter, you yeah. know, uh, One pulls his own yeah. skin off his own yeah. man. Yeah, the one... One guy starts to slip and his nails like catch on the edge of his hand and he degloves himself. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a technical term that for is. when you remove your hand skin. Yep. Play your hand. Anyway, and then the other guy manages to kind of get up into the helicopter and stuff. And um, who was it? Kane asks. He uses the, yeah. Yeah, well, he asks the pilot, like, do you have any weapons? And he's like, no. And we were like, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I have this, and, you know, it's a flare gun and stuff, and, yeah, he just... Pops him right in the face. Like, yep, and the guy yep. on fire falls out of a helicopter, which is always good yeah. in your movie. Yeah. So, yeah, what then? Carlson steals a... He knocks out a guard and steals a truck and... Yeah, well, he's saying that it's, like, human souls that are being... Yes, you know, it's the life force. Taken, yeah, pretty much the gets like titular life force. He pretty much gets like what we were calling a psychic booty call. From yeah. yeah, she's like, "Hey, yeah. awesome." She, yeah, she. He's like, he's sitting there, and then she's like, "You up?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he steals a car and goes, and then Kane follows. Yeah, but Kane first goes back to the European Space Agency headquarters. Yeah, where he um, finds the only person there is Falada. He's standing in front of his, like, big windows, looking out at burning London, which is so cool looking. Yeah, man. And um, Falada turns around, and he's sweating a lot. Yeah. And uh, I it's, think Kane's on to him right from the jump. He totally like, avoided the most important question. How did you survive? Yeah. He didn't ask, like, well, why are you still here? So the one male vampire that he'd staked is still staked on, like, a, uh, a table or whatever. With the ornate sword Big sticking sword out sticking out of him. Out of yeah. him. Pulls it up like Excalibur. Yeah, and so Falada starts, like, advancing on on Kane, and Kane realizes or knows, you know, that he's infected, or whatever you want to call it, enthralled. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he shoots uh, Falada through the, I guess, through the energy center. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Falada, there's a cool effect where, and this never happens to any other person or creature in this movie, but, like, his face is, like, bulging, like, boils and stuff for a second, and then he, like, falls over and bursts okay. into flames, and his energy there life I force go. shoots out. He goes, there I go. Yeah. And then, yeah, his energy life force, like, shoots into the sky. So this led to me doing a little bit more research, mm-hmm. um, just because I was like, would bullets actually work? And, like, they don't really explain what it is about the sword that worked as a stake. Because, um, theoretically, like, all the bullets when they shot at the male vampires earlier missed that central, the, where the life force is. That's the thing. She was very specific that it's lettered iron. Apparently, um, modern bullets are usually an alloy of lead and tin. Okay. Um, so if the lead's the important part, then, yeah, go for it, whatever. Who, who knows? Yeah. But, um, may, maybe putting putting lead through that's the answer that would make sense Maybe. but yeah i don't know they don't, they don't get that specific about it i don't know superman can't see it that's all i know <laughs> yeah yeah i mean oh. he can see it but he can't see through it yeah i guess i guess lead's just uh not great for space creatures yeah maybe who it? knows my sequel to et will have et encounter lead and just see what happens <laughs> gets hit no eyes so then uh we get space girl she tells Tom, the web of destiny carries your blood and soul back to the genesis of my life form. And I wrote that down because 
What? <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? When she said that, I was like, oh, she's just trying to get the dude up in her fucking crotch yeah, so yeah, she can go the fuck home and take over the fucking country, like, the world. I yeah. thought it was just a lie that she had just spun up and was like, yo, no, yeah, no, you, you're totally a part of this crew. It's like the, yeah, I love you, baby. Yeah. It's that. She's like, oh, yeah, baby, the you're web the... of destiny carries your blood and soul back to the you're genesis the of my one. life form, baby. You, you're the only one. It's been you and me, right and die all the time. You, you just come with me. Come on. Yeah. Get on this. Hop up on this. And it's kind of working on time. No, yeah, it doesn't. Also, work. if you're like a fucking real cool weird band and you're looking for something to sample to open your album, that's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. That's a good weird thing to open an album with. Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense. Kane gets through by. Yeah, Kane is now sword. on foot. He is again, he's wearing a black turtleneck, a leather jacket, a trench coat, carrying a gun and a sword. <laughs> Collar popped. <laughs> yeah, all the collars up. He just is like nuts. I kinda I kinda wish he had a little bit more characterization because that this could have been a really great moment for like he a guy have... that made it seem like that would be his element, you know? Yeah, or or, you know, like Ash yeah. from the Evil Dead French with Bruce Campbell, you know, yeah. just kinda like leaning into like, well, this is my life now, yeah. you know, or something. Or fuck make him like Randy Marsh where he's just running across all of London being like, Shelly, you know. Like, Tom, I'm coming! You know? Yeah. Like, just something. But he's just kind of like, he kind of does it. There's no, there's nothing on his face. It doesn't read like he's overwhelmed or into it or scared or really. He's just sort of. as his life now. Yeah, he just sort of like runs. Like, he does this every day. uh, And then he, you know, he shoots some people. He fucking cuts a a swath through the city and then makes it to these, um, what is it? Like, it's a tomb? It's well, a cathedral. You, yeah, you you particularly like. There's one really good headshot. Yeah, there is. It's like um, uh, you know a, a desiccated like corpsey guy pops up behind him and he turns and it's the edit's really good because he turns and fires and like the back of the skull explodes out and it's a practical effect. Um, but it's edited really well, so it looks great. Like it's yeah. perfectly timed. Yeah, it looks really awesome. Yeah, she's in like a cathedral crypt yeah. thing. Um, they make some. I, I don't know if they ever say the actual name of. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I it's could. just it's some tomb. Yeah, it might it might be a major and British landmark. In which case, there. I apologize. I've never been. So yeah. Hey, London. If you want me to know more about your landscape and architecture and uh, tourist uh, attractions, Hook send me some up. free tickets. <laughs> I'll come. Shepherd's pie and whatnot. I'll give it a shot. I love Guinness. That's near you guys. Part of the UK. Yeah, it's part of the UK. Yeah. yeah. So he approaches the cathedral. Yeah, and this is where the other male shows up, and he appears. He's just like he's like guarding the front. Yeah, but he's also like he's going Super Saiyan for like five straight minutes. Yeah, but while he's doing it, and apparently very vulnerable, he's also like shit talking Kane, where he's like, "Your best move would be to come at me or whatever." And yeah, he's like, "Uh, don't be afraid to just come at me or something." Yeah, and Kane's like, "Okay," and then just stabs him, and that's it. Yeah. And it works, and he's dead. Yeah. So I guess the but he's the not male vampire dead, didn't know that he's that Kane knows how to kill them now. I guess is probably what it is. Yeah. But I mean, also we've talked about how they're just kind of stupid, stupid and useless. Yeah, so. they're they're henchmen. not. They're not. Yeah, they're yeah. but they're less than henchmen. Like even most shitty like Bond movie henchmen, even like you know the dumb ones. Find their worker bees. They have something. Yeah, these yeah. Are, one these job are, is just to collect the souls. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like protect the queen. He stands like, there. He's like, I'm just gonna gather all these uh, yeah. souls. So if you want to come That's up here, bro, what was he doing? I, I don't just know. Like I think he was regenerating his body into yeah, a form because before he was just like a wandering like spirit or whatever. So then he was like, Oh, I gotta protect this bitch. So I let guess. me just turn into a person again. 
And then he's but like, then, like, if you're especially vulnerable during that time and you can't move or fight or whatever, it would be a bad time to be like, come, come at, at me, bro. bro. Yeah. yeah. It was but just weird, but... The best just... part is, he did come at him, and then that's when, like, he starts screaming and the light turns from blue to red, and then, boom, he's a fucking bat yeah, person. Yeah, he turns into this crazy bat creature. And then he just, boom. Explodes. He's explodes, and he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's a cool design for the creature. It doesn't, you know, it's like a... It's bat-like, but it's still a little alien. Oh, it's yeah. It's got, like, a split face and It's stuff. demon-y yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's got, like, real weird, like, uh, biology to it, you know. Um, I would love, you know, there's no budget in this movie for it, but, like, yeah, if you remade this, I would more love to see more of that. Yeah. yeah. And or have it do some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because it's cool conceptually, but, yeah, it doesn't do a whole lot. It's a cool puppet, though. Then what? Kane, he goes into the crypt. With the sword? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're in a... So the the lady and uh, Tom, they're in like a lower level of the crypt, and they're just like fucking shotgunning energy up into the spacecraft. Uh, they're you know, making out. They're making out, and they're nude. There's a lot of rubbing. It's and, a lot of hardcore foreplay, soft porn. Yeah, it is just press your front to my front, and we will kiss. <laughs> and that's kind of what it is. And, um, just a little more. Yeah. And she's like, give me more of your energy, just a little more. And Kane's only fucking, he has no idea what to do, so he just stands at the top and like, Tom! Carlson! Yeah, yeah. Carlson! 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 yelling at him. Carlson! Carlson! Just like, yeah. like Carlson. 40 times. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, pick a new strategy, yeah. but it works. Yeah. We're, Eventually we're Carson sitting there going up. like, dude, either like jump down or do find some... a way down or yeah. throw it to him or Carlson. something. Just yelling at him isn't doing anything. Carlson, end the movie now. Yeah. Carlson. Well, eventually Carson does look up and he's like, no. And yeah. he catches his sword. He reaches his hand up. Yeah. And Kane hands him the sword and he fucking like swings it around and fucking plunges it through her body. Perfectly. Through Two his body. Killing them? Question mark. Yeah, question mark. Because then they just start yeah. screaming. So and then... yeah, they scream. Uh, the energy, like the Turns. energy siphoning, stops. And then beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, and then like uh, Kane runs outside and he looks up and he sees like the ship and we cut to inside the ship and their spirits kind of appear there and they're still like yeah. front to front. Yeah, with and... like. Uh, kind of a glow where yeah, the Yeah, and like was. energy crackles out from them and like touches the rest of the ship and the whole ship crackles and the umbrella folds up and, and then, then the they ship, leave. The ship takes off and that's the end of the movie. Credits. Yeah, yeah. Life Force <laughs> title comes up. Which is like, it's kind of cool because like, okay, the good guys technically won because like they, they, they dropped the line somewhere in the movie that she has destroyed worlds is something that uh, Tom Carlson says. Yeah. She's destroyed worlds. And Earth didn't get destroyed. London got fucked up, but not even everybody in London's dead. And they didn't have to nuke it, so that's a plus. But, like, you know, the Earth is still there. Sorry, if you're picking up any weird noises, um, our neighbors are doing some, like, light construction in the room opposite us, so deal with that. I've, I've been dealing with it for three days. You can deal with it for two hours. Uh, but, yeah, so... Probably less if we cut it down. Yeah. I was ballparking. But anyway, um, yeah, so Earth is technically fine. You know, London is messed up, but they no did hard, save... No yeah, they saved the planet. And then I guess the space vampires are just like, so they're kind of vaguely heading back towards uh, Halley's Comet. It didn't seem like they like went back and like locked in where they were behind it again. So I don't know if they're just going to go out across space in general and find a new planet to, you know. They'll be back in 78 years. Yeah. Or yeah, they might just hop in behind Halley's Comet again and come back in 78 years. Wait. So do you think they're going to come out with another movie in 78 78 years? years? Yeah. Like uh, Twin Peaks? Yeah. 
Well, how many years would it be since it's been 33 so far? I don't do uh, math. 2063. 2063? <laughs> so, so still still got some time to kill. Uh, some of guys. us will still be alive. Yeah, not me, though. I don't know. You, you can nah, still be I it. intend to be long dead by then. Oh. <laughs> it's been too long. I would like there to, if you're going to remake this movie, I'd like you to do it in my lifetime. Yeah. I'll be 67. I can't wait. Yeah. Did you be sitting there? Oh, take Grandma to the theater. I gotta go see Life Force. I There's saw it no once. theater, Grandma. We just download it to your brain. Just download it directly to my eyeball, and then I put my eyeball in your eye socket, and we share things that way because we are robots. Um. Um, also, in case you happen to be wondering, uh, the next time Hallie's Comet is going to be around is somewhere around July 28th, 2061. Okay. So that okay. would be when you release this movie. You release yeah. it. The week of, and you put out a bunch of fake, uh, like, viral news things about how Haley's Comet brings death. Oh, and apparently it's supposed to be better positioned for observation than during the last appearance. Good, because yeah. America don't yeah, see shit. Yeah, it'll be on the same side of the sun as the Earth. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's actually cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think of that. So, yeah. if you're listening... Space is weird and huge and inconceivable. Very beautiful. Quite. Yeah. Love it. Yes. I love it. Quite. Um, so I guess we'll move on to the, the final verdict. Um, I, I chose this movie, um, so I'm going to go Good first. Choice. Good choice. I, 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 this is a solid, great watch. Um, this is fun from beginning to end. I was talking to uh, my roommate briefly uh, between watching it and recording it, and um, I, I told her, there's stuff, there's like moments where there's heavy exposition and whatever, and the movie sort of, like, slows down a little, but, like, seriously, immediately after any of those, like, the next craziest shit you've ever seen happens, like, oh, yeah. one of the heavy exposition things is them in the helicopter, and then immediately after that, she forms, like, a blood golem out of the thin air. Just to give them a dirty fucking yeah, look. just to be like, come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's so crazy. Uh, I love this movie from cover to cover. You wanna fuck with me? <laughs> yeah, I love this movie from cover to cover. It's fun to speculate about. It's, you know, it was fun to watch yeah. the effect are fantastic. The music is great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Henry Mancini. And and performed by the London Orchestra. Oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That was I, definitely I didn't catch that. Yeah. In the opening credits. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very cool. Um. Yeah. I think ninety percent of the effects still hold up really well. There's some like crummy green screening, but mostly it's very very good. Yeah. It's real cool. I think it's it's a great movie. It's a great watch for me. Tabitha, you're our guest. You can go next. Okay. I said it was a hell of a great watch. 10 out of 10, but I highly recommend. I kind of felt that when you like brought it to work, you're like, oh, I got this movie. I looked at the cover, I was like, I hate being the person to judge things by the cover, but you had I've me been at fucking. Before. Yeah, I, I, you had me at fucking, like, it's face vampires, and they were, like, basically making out on the cover. Sold. Yeah, we'll put a picture of the um, uh, the Blu ray that I have up so you can see the cover art, and I will tag the artist because uh, their name escapes me. It's also my power colors, which is, like, purple and green. Yeah. Like a t- Green. The original, like, poster oh, or whatever yeah. is an eye above it, the earth. And so the tagline is, in the blink of an eye, the terror begins. That really sounds like there's a lot more eye horror in this than there is. There's yeah. A lot of eye work, uh, well, there's there's uh, a lot of, like, the colored contacts and stuff, though, because she's got the spiral eye. Oh, and yeah. And the two, um... They just have colored contacts. No, but oh. I think that's part of, like, their, like, vampire hypnosis is the staring. You know? That's part of every vampire. I yeah. guess. I mean, I just think that's a weird thing to lean on for whoever wrote that I don't know. tagline. Maybe they made this cover art and then decided that they had to have a tagline for it. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I like the, uh, as a movie that I've never seen, it's one of those movies where, like, usually when I've seen a 
when I watch a movie I haven't seen, I can predict how it's going to go. There were definitely a lot of points where I was like, whoa, it's a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. I really feel like the special effects, not the CGI's, but the special effects got a lot better and, than I expected them to be yeah, throughout the movie. And yeah. it just became, like, awesome. I, I feel like I haven't felt this excited and this, like, in, like happy about a movie that I've seen, especially an older movie. Than, classic, please. I'm sorry. A classic. <laughs> a classic than uh, in a while. And this one was definitely worth the... I didn't yeah. even realize it was two hours until we paused it to do a potty break. And I was like, yeah, oh, there's shit, a, there's still, yeah, there's like, an hour left. Like, there's a lot... Yeah. There's a lot... Like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're there for that long. Yeah, that's why I was like, wow, there's still another hour left of this movie? Yeah. This is great. And then the ending was like, we paused it again for a quick second, and I was like, there's only ten minutes left, and we still <laughs> haven't killed the bitch. Like, what's gonna happen? And it was like, boom, cut. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's one of those, like, and she's dead, goodbye, thank you for coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. It needs to have a sequel. We think. Yeah, we didn't stay through all the credits. Uh, we did turn off for the end of the credits. Maybe it cuts back to Patrick Stewart. He's like, oh, I've lost all my blood, but I, I feel better. <laughs> I'm okay. I think, I think I'll join the Space Federation. Um, Q, he, no, he gets up off the gurney and goes, Q, end simulation. <laughs> <laughs> what you thinking? I also liked it. Yeah? Um, yeah, cool. yeah, for a lot of the same reasons and stuff. Tabitha was also talking about like not being able to predict stuff. Like I, I do think it was kind of cool that we noticed that uh, Colonel Tom was very sweaty, but that actually turned out to be a plot point. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Uh, which was... We were just thinking he was a sweaty ass bastard. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's the thing, man. Is like he he wakes up from his nightmare sweaty. Yeah. I think he might even pop out of the, uh, the escape pod sweaty. Like yeah. He's, he's, he lives a very nervous wreck of yeah. a life. Yeah, he's, yeah. Just, he's sweating always on the edge all the time. His whole life is fucked after that. <laughs> yeah, but then we kind of realize, oh crap, a couple other people are sweaty too. Yeah. That's and a thing. Yeah. Sweat is a thing. He's a. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. There's some exposition, but they don't explain everything and it kind of leaves like a little room for things to happen or be surprising yeah you know? yeah because if they lay too much track you then you know where it's going yeah 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 so they a good point. they did a good job like drawing stuff out over time yeah where you were still you yeah. were still invested you were still learning things it gave room for things to be you know surprising or unexpected yeah so definitely cool. worth the watch uh well can I ask start with Allison this time uh, if you had a list like a favorite favorite scene favorite moment I mean I was waiting the whole time for Patrick Stewart and it right. was really good fair too distracted by that need for Bush and Stewart uh Tabitha do you have a name of favorite like moment uh it's kind of hard because one of my sure. top two moments would be they have one of the guys trapped in the solitary cell or whatever and he's like super hungry and he just rushes at them and he explodes. explodes. Oh yeah, yeah the, through the bars. Yeah, yeah he that's just the, that's fucking the doctor, yeah. yeah. Poof, it explodes. Yeah, it's awesome. That's great. It's so surprising. That was a yeah. great effect. And then the other one is like definitely it's when he kills the the bee and he turns into a fucking bat out of nowhere and he yeah. shows his true form because I was like waiting for someone to show their true fucking form. Yeah, because once she drops that like, oh, I look like this because I read it from your subconscious, then you're yeah. like, okay, cool, we're going to get a reveal. Because you're like wondering from the beginning of the movie, why are some of them bat looking things and why are some of them human forms? And then it's yeah, like... Yeah, we actually like, uh, when I guess when we were taking the bathroom break, we were talking about it a little bit and saying like, okay, so maybe the bats are like... A lower level. Yeah, either like drone 
like drone class, like if we're using the bee metaphor, or they're like the animals on whatever planet. Yeah. And then like, you know, you look more human the more like evolved you are or whatever. Yeah. Or like yeah. maybe it's the warrior class or the males and then the queen, like Well so yeah. I was even saying maybe uh the vampires are a separate race, but it was just that uh yeah. the, the bats are what they happen to have encountered recently. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was another yeah. possible uh explanation. I just like seeing that thing just pop out and be like, yeah. ah, shit, you got me. And yeah, it was like, explode. Well, I, I shouldn't have stood here totally vulnerable and then egged you on while you had a sword. Goodbye forever. Didn't see the sword. Um, my favorite is, it's a small thing. I mean, besides all the great moments we've talked about, it's a small thing I didn't get to mention. I think it's Kane. When Kane's driving uh, uh, to the European Space Agency, he's like driving through a crowd of these like, you know, fucking zombie vampire space vampire chaos and um all these extras are like you know moving just out of the way of the car and then he hits one and it was like a plant it was like a a stunt you know creature put there desiccated corpse but like it's so well shot that for a second i was like shit did he hit an extra (laughs) and i was like oh shit no okay everything's fine (laughs) but i was like they leave it in that's awesome yeah it's it's such a good it's so well shot you would be the kind of extra where if that happened, oh yeah, I'm, you would insist I'm they laying, make, that it makes the final cut. I'm laying on the ground yeah. or I'm getting up like bleeding from my eyebrow, being like, yeah. "Leave it in. You better yeah. leave it in." Did you get it? I, yeah. I need. Like, a, I want a line of dialogue. I feel like I want my SAG card right now for this. Like I hit by a fucking car. You better give me my SAG card. I feel like you would threaten to sue them if they didn't use that shot. <laughs> I would. You better leave it in. Yeah. Right, I hit by a car for this. You better leave it in. Yeah. It's true. Good call. I know. Way to know me. I know. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for tuning in to our episode on Life Force 1985, directed by Toby Hooper. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and we can't recommend it enough. Uh, if you would like to get in contact with us, um, you can do so at the email address, writehwgw, that's w-r-i-t-e-h-w-g-w at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram, or both at HWGW podcast on both those uh, uh, media platforms and at some point there will probably be a Facebook like group or page or whatever but you know like fuck Facebook <laughs> fuck everything everything sucks except Life Force <laughs> um, except for Life Force Tabitha would you like to plug anything uh, any self promotion anything uh, you make art you want to direct anybody to your art or yo anything? I wish I could direct you to my art but I don't make any right now not right now no okay. I haven't made art in a while unfortunately Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you uh, next episode. Bye. I still say that I want a, a side movie, a side movie of him fighting ghosts in his haunted house. Please, that'd be an awesome game. I I want that. movie. I feel like you should write to uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. I can get. I feel maybe like John also, C. Riley. Maybe like, also Will Ferrell just to help write it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that'll be the cameo in the middle. Uh, It'll just yeah. be that scene. But yeah. yeah. People will be like, oh shit! It's part of the Talladega yeah, Nights it's universe. A, it's a crossover. <laughs> I love a good crossover. And then yeah. Thanos shows up and fucking. Uh. <laughs>
And then, yeah. And Texas just... Ranger fades away, but not Walker. It's oh. sadder that way. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. And he goes, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to go. This sucks. <laughs> 